gentlemen and welcome to another episode of bobcast with you as always is bob live in the lounge staring at the ouija board tonight's guest i was combing the social interwebs of facebook the good old blue and white dismal abyss of nothing and then i came across tonight's guest and i said to myself she knows a thing or two about a thing or two and then i said to her i was like hey Hun, can you come on the show? Can you come over here and talk about the Eagles? Can you talk about Wawa? Can you talk about all the great things that make you Philadelphia's, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles number one fan of 2018, according to Philadelphia Magazine? So I was stoked when she was like, yeah, I'm going to come on in, hun, and I'm going to roll over this audience with just her charismatic personality that just explodes at the seams. Please welcome and Terry to the Bobcast. How you doing, hon? Oh my God, what an introduction. I, I, I try sin. to make each one unique, and I try to just do it improv, you know what I'm saying? Because that's sometimes the best thing to do, you know? It was beautiful, hon. You seem like you're somebody who enjoys, you know, just rolling with the punches, you know what I mean? Like, what's a typical night out for Aunt Terry like? Oh my God, hon. Well, sometimes me and my girlfriends head down. Uh, That's it, hon. To get you see the red light right there. Put your nose center with that. Oh, oh yeah, now I see go. it. Oh, see hello. It? There you are. I'm trying to look at you here. Perfect, I got a big uh, pop filter in my face, but yeah, a typical night out for me, hon. I would say me, me and my girls, Lore, uh-huh. Cher, and Dad, we go down there to uh, Brook, Brookline Boulevard, mess it up at, over there at Cuddy's, have a couple Yanglings, couple Roners if it's summertime, you know get a little crazy there's nothing there's nothing quite like uh i mean i did i was perusing your social media today and i came across a couple uh pieces of merchandise i'd like to talk about real quick yeah oh, so you got the down the shore down the shore down the shore is just the best you know like you got the cozies you also got what shirts we got t-shirts we got koozies we're, we're redesigning and getting some new things out for the holidays here hun so uh, keep your eyes you getting anxiety peeled. during the holidays i always get anxiety during the holidays hun my ibs flares up i got the i got the bird yeah. Yeah. all picked out at giant you know so do, yeah let me ask you a question at giant do you yeah. get the, do you get the free bird they give you with the coupon yeah hun i be i'm work i work all year isn't for that crazy that isn't that bird. crazy how like they just like they 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 have that, like, you know, like, they wave it in the air at you, like, hey, look at this, bird. it's a free bird. <laughs> yeah, look at that. If you get, if you spend $100 on everything else, you'll get a free bird. You know, that makes me think, is there <laughs> is there a TV show just about bacon birds for, like, Thanksgiving? Is, I bet you there is. There's one I heard Because if there of. isn't, we should start that immediately. <laughs> yeah, I heard one. It's like Thanksgiving Wars or something, and oh, these people got to make, oh, yeah, they gotta make these masterpieces like out of friggin' turkey, jerky, and powdered potatoes. It's a sin. Ugh. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what kind was, of challenge is that? What was that show called? I used to watch it. Um, Thanksgiving Wars. Oh. What's the guy's name? Uh, Kitchen Nightmares, I think. Or, or no, I forget. Yeah, maybe that was it. 
on the Food Network. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing quite like when uh, it's a great bird. But then I've been to a couple of Thanksgivings where the bird didn't come out too well. And oh it's, uh, my God, don't you, you know? hate that? Or you go somewhere, you know, every year, like... My family recently, ever the tradition, you know, there was a tradition, but now we're all over the place. But like mm-hmm. the year you give up the tradition, you're like, all right, I'll go to Cindy's house. We'll see what she's doing for Thanksgiving. And the bird is crap. Ah, <laughs> that's the worst. Why yeah, we, we come? That's funny how you say that too. Like, cause it is so true from like, if you're from around this Philadelphia region, yeah. if you break the tradition, like Uh-oh. if you do that. You know you're in for some bad we're ver- juju. We're a very superstitious city. Yeah, because, I mean, and it paid off, though. It when does. the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. You want to know what I was wearing when, when the do. Philadelphia Eagles won a Super Bowl? One of my uh, younger, my nephew, Nikki, he he had everyone put on these dumb friggin' t- those tinfoil hats. Yeah, you yeah. You seen them? Oh, my. He had everyone in the living room wearing them things. And the second they took it off... The birds start, they don't do so good. Everyone put the hat back on, put that, and you know what? We, and it worked. So who knows? Maybe it's because of us and our dumb freaking hats. You never know. <laughs> I mean, that's true, though, that uh, superstition does come into play yeah. a lot a lot in this area, more so than others. And uh, it's something we don't really talk about. People don't really talk about that so much. I mean, they talk about it probably in sports when it comes to the Eagles in or whatever like else like one do, square but. block in South Philadelphia. How much superstitious behavior do you think is out there? And it starts with, you know, like even with us when, when we're, you know, in a Catholic, it's everything's a ritual. You got to do it just so. <laughs> a ritual, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you. So it's maybe crazy. that's where I get it. What's your favorite ritual? What do you what do you like to do? Like for the Eagles? Besides uh, for the, the hats. For the Eagles. For the, you got to, yeah. For the Eagles. For the birds. For the birds. For the bird. My favorite birds ritual. Well, <laughs> I got I got eagles undies, okay, and I wear them every game. Day. <laughs> I swear to God, I so my girlfriend got me these eagles undies a couple years ago mm-hmm. from Saks Fifth Avenue. Thank you very much. And I don't know why they made them, but hey, they were a gift, and I I friggin love them. I know it's stupid, it's hilarious, it's just kind of for myself and my husband Jim. God love them. So yeah, that's mine. <laughs> Like I, when it comes to the Eagles, like I don't know. For me, it's like I've been watching them since Buddy Ryan, since the uh, Randall Cunningham. He kicked that punt in the end zone like a hundred yards, and you're like, he is Superman. Yeah. And you know, I had the Eagles blood fever for a while. My dad enjoyed the games, and uh, I was blown away when they won the Super Bowl, though, because that year. It was like this crazy journey. It was our year. It was my year. To get the I have trophy. the birds to thank for my popularity. I'm just out here, you know, spewing. Can I Can I curse? You can say whatever you I'm want. I'm out here spewing bullshit all over the internet about this, about that, talking about the birds, and they do well. It makes me do well, and, you know, I just love them even more for it. It was, we, every, it was Philadelphia's year, hon. It definitely uh, was. It was uh, a magical moment. It was. I had a kid. My son was uh, two, about to turn two, and it was just so crazy. I wanted to go to the parade, but he's two, and uh, I was oh, a dad, uh, stay-at-home dad. You so, could. Like, I went to the parade, hon. You. I couldn't. I couldn't, you couldn't take bring, a kid. He, they would have gotten crushed to death. Yeah. People did have their kids. Some of That's them. That's insane. It's See, insane. I mean, like, I got a television. I love the birds. I felt bad, but you know, it is what it is. But uh, that day was just crazy to watch because the party just looked insane. Yeah. Oh my! I was. Did I ever tell you about when I bits. went to the parade? No, you never did. Oh my god! What happened? So tell me the long extended 
Aunt Terry version mm. in explicit Bobcast detail. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> 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 ah, so I got, you know, my, my nieces, my nephews, you know, the young ones, they really want to go to the parade. A couple of my girlfriends, Uncle Jim. And uh, we all, you know, we, we, we took the train down there. And I told some of my, you know, I was, I was popular at this point. I told my followers, like, meet me at the Wawa's on Broad. Mm. I got a girlfriend who's in radio. So she said, oh, come on down there, Jesse. And uh, so I was like, all right, yeah, I'll go to the Wawa. The Wawa on Broad, impossible, <laughs> impossible. But me yeah. being Aunt Terry, hon, I had to do it. I had to try. Man. So I told everyone, I said, look, I'm going down there. You couldn't get through. The crowd from Broad Street to where we were, like two blocks out, crushed, crushed. And I said, fuck it, I'm getting in there. So I, Bob, I friggin', I stood there and I let the crowd like birth me through it. You're standing there, people are swaying, and you're, oop, sorry, oop, sorry, oh. And I'm just, mm-hmm. beep, bah, ah, ah, ah. like, got through the crowd yeah. some friggin' hell. I'm little. Uh, for those of you out there that don't know me, I'm only 5'2", hon. I'm a little thing. So, you know, it's, oh, it's no big deal. It's Aunt Terry. Okay, okay. And and people are getting a little aggressive. Oh, hon, don't worry. Ah, I couldn't move my arms. I was sardined. But then this one guy came through, and he was getting to Broad Street, hon. He was unapologetic, so I kind of, you know, grabbed onto his coattail a little bit. And I ah, just, like, rode the wave with him. And finally, I ended up at the Wawa. I made it. I, I made it. I didn't see any of my followers, mm-hmm. God love them. I bet you, you know, how could they How could they get in there? I barely could. So we got stuck in the vestibule of the Wawa. They stopped letting people in. I went in there, and then they, you know, no one could come in because the here comes, here comes all the animals yeah. are about to come down. No one's so, coming so in. They, no they one's they tried shutting out. the doors there at Wawa? So, the, yeah, I think oh, they wow. stopped letting people in, and mm-hmm. people were trying to use the restroom, which is, a no, you know, they weren't letting anyone do that. And... So we're stuck, you know, the door between like going inside the Wawa's and the outside door, that little area there. I'm standing there and, you know, there's people all around and I see, I look out the birds are about to come down. I'm freaking out. And I look and where the awning of the Wawa's is, there's like two feet dangling from there. I said, there's some freaking guy sitting up there, the crazy bastard. Wow. So people are getting all, oh, pull them down, pull them down. I said, don't pull them down. What are you doing? Just ask them to get down. He's going to crack his head and sue you. So they did. You know, More thank people. God Aunt Tara was there. Oh, thank God. And nobody, <laughs> nobody else tried to get up there? No, at that point, no. I don't even know how the hell he got up there. I've, I've been in moments where you described the best way to get through a crowd is to be birthed through it that's what it felt like you know <laughs> I, I, I don't had, remember my own out of but crowd once like that just because i was having a panic attack and i felt like the crowd birthed me out the back that that's what it's like yeah, it's it, crazy. They, they move and then it creates like space it's for you crazy. to get out it, it's insane it, it, it's odd to me that i mean like in that situation it's great but i mean like there's not, no band right now at my age that i can go and stand for that long to be you know what i mean at the wells fargo center on the floor like i just i can't do that I can't do that no more. And the kids these days too, they're on their phones the whole friggin' time. Oh you God, can't see a... anyways because they're doing this. That up. Because look, this is the problem. Like, why can't the phone people just be like, look, if the phone is moving above fifteen miles per hour, we turn it off. Right. Save some lives because lately I have like once almost died from a kid. I swear to God it was making a left hook turn 
and he was just checking his phone the whole time. On you ever watch those like, people on the road? I watch them all. I take the same road. I stare to work. at them, and they don't notice. I work over here at oldies.com. Oh, I make you do? all the DVDs over there. I'm the oh, editor guy, right? So you gotta hook me up. Every I hook you up. You can, you know you'd be great as a horror host. You ever watch horror movies? I love them. We could put you on it. Put me in. Make a put program. Put me in, Coach Bob. But um. I'm the, I take the same road every day, and it's so weird because the traffic moves certain ways each day. Like yeah. tomorrow, there'll be no traffic, which is odd because it's seven thirty in the morning in this area. You think a lot of people will be going to work? People don't work on Fridays. Really? It's empty around here. It's a country thing. It's a country. I don't know what it is. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's a country thing. Maybe you're right. But um, <laughs> everybody's on their phone though, no matter what, on this this avenue because it's stop and go, stop and go. Yeah. And every three to four like cars, everybody looking down. I was driving last night and I looked to my left and like you were saying, this kid's on his, he's look, I yeah. can see the light. If I was a cop, I would have, I would have pulled him out. He's like selecting filters on Instagram. He's like, ah, uh, no joke. Right. He was, he? he was scrolling on Instagram. It's just the worst. It's a sin. So they, they should be able to incorporate that technology and maybe like, it probably car, already car exists on. Yeah. They got everything for God's they got sake. Every, what, you know maybe what I would UFOs, like to say I mean, like is the, voting. Yeah. Voting no. from your phone. If you can bank with your phone, you yeah. can vote with your what, phone. What do you got to go out and like uh, sit in line and like sit around in line here? At a school. People were outraged around here because recently we had, you know, everybody had an election, of course, but around in this area, everybody was doing paper ballots and people were like, what's up with this? Yeah. You know, what do you need plus, paper for? I'm going to be real with you, okay? I will vote. I'm not going to say the place on the air, but I've gone there for years to vote. I don't live in that area no more. Come at me if you want politics. But, uh, Every time I come in there, all I got to do is sign my name. I can see any name. Yeah. I can just go in there and look at the signature. I, I because, had my ID. I said, you want to see it? She goes, no. I'm an excellent forger. I'm an artist. I can forge um, it. Like, you know nice. what I'm saying? Like, I see like any signature. I could make that shit work. Yeah. And I could make it look like, you know what I mean? They have it on file in there, too. I imagine right now, somewhere, someplace, somebody may be listening to this being like, we should hire Bob <laughs> for the voter <laughs> fraud, you know? And but that's so just the thing. It's You're Bob, right. It should be. They should hire Bob. And then they got all the Aunt Terry's working touch the polls. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, carbon yeah. copies of your Here's the thing is like I've been thinking about it and I've said it before, they need real people in politics. You need people who like can't be broken. Like I am not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican, I'm Bob. You're just Bob. You, you know? It's the like, Bob party. You, you gotta it's a mess around here. I Paper would like ballots? a party party. What too. is this? Colonial times down Philadelphia? It's yeah. Using like the feathered lever, you know, the feathered quill pen. Oh yeah, we're we're writing with our quills down there. It's politicians, sin. man. It's a sin. We could, we could go down that rabbit hole if you uh, want. Uh, I don't think we should. I, who knows? I mean, like, the thing is, those politics now is such, it's sensationalism at, at the best every morning, like the headlines and stuff. But they're trying to distract us from the real shit they're pulling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's been going on for a long time. And the and earth you know, and, is burning around and us. Everybody's, every, and everyone's yeah. worried about the fucking turkey everybody's and what to buy about. for Christmas. <laughs> like Maleficent 2 is it any good the, the was woods it are, good did you see you know it I'm saying like people like you know I didn't see it but like, that's what <laughs> they're worried question. about yeah like um, I did see the first one recently with my son did. I was like oh, this, I love this it is, this is great I love the this first is good. one it's very good I, I saw um, or listened to I watched as well Rogan's podcast and he interviewed uh, Baker who did the the um creature stuff for that oh that's so neat I love all that stuff and yeah, all great. the foley work Mm -hmm. behind all that fascinating but yeah uh politics is it's just it gets my blood ra like raging when i think about it three it's just words so corrupt 
It's a sin. It's a sin, hon. Maybe Politics, four. it's a sin. Would you count the comma? It's always about the comma, too. You got to put that comma in there. What, the apostrophe? No, it's a sin, hun. Hun. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? well, when it's yeah, Like hun. a little beat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hun. My girlfriends and I, you know, before it, this all blew up, mm-hmm. we went down to the boardwalk in Wildwood, and mm-hmm. we're like, you know what? We're going to do some dumb shit. We're going to get yeah, hun, airbrushed on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And let me tell people asked me where the hell I got it. And the guy said, do you want the comma? I said, yeah, hon. Yeah. yeah. And he, they didn't get it. But now they get it. Now they get it. Now That's good. It. That's yeah. good. I have uh, catchphrases, too, that I've made up over the years that I get my friends to say. What are they? What are they? Uh, chat about it was the most famous one. I would say it over and over again. Chat about like, it? Chat about it. Chat about it. Chat about it. Like, 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 like talk about like, it? Like, say, for instance, the conversation is like really like, you know, quieting down and dulling. Yeah. Just ch- chime in with chat about it. Chat about <laughs> it. Just icebreaker. Yeah. Um, I want to wear your clothes. That was a good one. <laughs> I want to wear your clothes. But you would say, I want to wear your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a friend. Uh, his name's John. He's mm-hmm. His father's black. His mother's white. So every time he leaves the room, he goes, I'll be white, black. <laughs> <laughs> I That's love right. him. That's I think the it's best. great. Only he can say that, though. Yeah, there's other people though that can. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But only only person. <laughs> we gotta I be know. so careful to in today's world too. That's the other thing Absolutely. too. People are, people are like, if you made a mistake, it's over forever. Yeah, I I'll put it out here. I I I was asked by you know someone in the LGBT community, what do you think about that? My answer to any and everybody is, I love Olias. I love Olias. Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason not to. I love all is. Every it's, single last one, even if you don't like me, I love you anyway. Too friggin' bad. That's the way JC would like it. That's right, hon. God bless. You know? <laughs> and uh, that's. I think that's the other thing, too, that people kind of misconstrue in politics. Not to stick on that, though, but since you brought up God... They throw God into the mix, and it's like, yeah, would God let this like? They got of the they world? got his message all twisted. Oh, they definitely did. They and the type did. of guy JC was, you know, he was he was a nice guy. Yeah, he, he was, was a nice guy, and they got his message all twisted. I had this uh, joke I was working on at <laughs> work the other day <laughs> that Jesus was the first enabler. He's like, look, forget this water, okay? <laughs> Wine. <laughs> Hands of the glass over, Wine. you know. And uh, just like that, he, got, he kind of enables you to uh, do different things, I guess, you know, and yeah, it enables people to do different things. If you look he de- he definitely he did. did. Yeah. And I also like I in all sin- sincerity have talked about this before that. Yeah, he, he existed 2000 years ago. But the universal thing and ties into what you were saying, you got to love all of you's is that maybe you know, this same guy comes back multiple different ways to different people, for God's sake. Maybe get it's up not a guy desk. at all. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I've said that too before on here too, because like, I really think that whatever it is, it is, there maybe is no sexuality there. There is no being. It's like your essence, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever you, like you put out. Well, you know? everyone's obsessed with the, the, like, like the gender thing, you know, yeah. when it comes to religion. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a big topic. So, uh, and before all that Christian, you know, before Christianity, all of it, everyone was worshiping goddesses. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, this is a new thing, Christianity. So, you know, yeah, it's only like two thousand years. You didn't know it's, it's only two thousand years, and that's the thing. It's crazy in the scheme of things. There's multiple different 
you know, universes, if you're listening and you're young, if you can understand it within the DC Comics Marvel world, different movie franchises of religions that were set up long, long ago. And you ever crazy. watched uh, Zeitgeist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> Stuff's crazy. I was uh, I was into uh, religion in high school. I studied it for a while. I never wanted to be somebody who... I didn't want to be a priest, but I wanted to know as much as I could. What I found out about like the the sheiks, the sheikisms, mm-hmm. like uh, it's it's a form of uh, Hinduism mixed with uh, something else. I don't want to misquote, but they don't even want to like kill bugs like on the concrete. Right. They walk like you know like. Yeah, everything's got a soul. Yeah, Def- definitely. And it's you know? every the the well where we gotta twist it is thinking that we're all on our own mm-hmm. oh yeah whether you believe in a higher <laughs> yeah. power or not like the like the crowd birthing you out some person moves an inch and you're able to get out of the crowd because that inch was like a block ago and that and now you're able to move it's yeah. like that's like the kid dense version you're all everything's friggin' connected everything's connected some days uh i feel the connection more than others it's weird like uh weird things like i could um pick up on I've said it before here on the show it it sounds crazy but I've had moments where I think I can control electricity and it may sound strange my grandmom who's no longer here said she could too as well Mm. but I have touched currents and felt them I have shocked myself and been okay interesting weird different things like that you know I'm not saying I'm a superhero because who wants to get electrocuted over and over again it's not fun but when I was in a band uh, I got electrocuted once through a microphone pretty bad and uh I think it kind of messed with my hearing. So you think you're a DC comic character? Oh, definitely. Very good. Which, Very good. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Very good. Wit, wit, and like you know, build that out for me. What's he? Lo- what's he? They look like. I was just the Joker for Halloween. I got so oh, drunk that I slept in my makeup. You. Which one? I was he. Uh, Joaquin. I, yeah, that one I can see. With what do you hair. get when you cross? Dude, I didn't see it yet. Don't oh. ruin. Jesus. I know Six I'm late out. to the party, hon. I got kids, husband working. I'm trying. I gotta I wasn't go. gonna run it though. I gotta go. No, no. But it's a good it. movie though. I can't friggin' wait. What's but your yeah, fa- I can What's your see favorite it. movie? Uh, probably my cousin Vinny. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I, I, yeah, I'm so excited to see the Irishman with Joe Pesci coming back to oh, uh, a yeah. film. You know, it's oh, gonna be so God. good. I Did think you... it's playing over there in Bryn Mawr, but oh, I, you know, I don't want to go man. over there. Uh, did you hear about? The Sopranos. Oh my God! Okay, I love The Sopranos. I am a Soprano. I swear to God. Oh my God! And I can't. They hurt. They got his son. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. I can't wait. James Gandolfini's son. What's his name? Is he it, a junior? Um, uh, my assistant's not here. Um, Quasimodo is out for the evening. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I missed you, Quasi. <laughs> it's um, I think it's James Gandolfini Jr. I I'm not really sure. But I feel what, like it what just I, should be a junior. It should be. It should be. Because he's got AJ, I so why not the real one? AJ, man, AJ jumping in that pool uh, really broke shit. my heart, huh? Now, how about when he tried to commit suicide with the block? Well, that I remember was really being sad. stunned. Uh, yeah, that's so you t- you're, you're so canning the whole whole series, right? You know the whole series. I know. The, uh, yeah. Okay, so about. Maybe 10, 15 episodes ago, I had Ariel Kylie, the actress who portrayed um, Tracy in the episode where Ralphie beats her out oh, back. Oh, that's it's her. That she's that's one Ralphie beats up. Her. Yeah, I so she came name, on the show Tracy. and she had this. She pulled over on the side of the highway and phoned in here, uh, and I was with my friend Tony. Oh my god, who's a Sopranos fan, and she talked a bit about what it was like to work with James. And she told this like oh really God. heartfelt story about how 
he said to her between takes, he was like, what do you want to do with yourself, hon? And she was like, uh, not really sure. Let me get back to you on that. So they went, did their scenes or whatever. Uh, it was later in the day. They were outside doing something, smoking cigarettes maybe. I'm not sure. And um, he was like, so? And she was like, I just want to be happy. And he said, um, that's good and all, but I, you got to listen to it. I don't want to misquote James Gandolfini, but it was really, it's really uh, poignant. And it was what awesome did he say? Moment. You got to listen. Ah. Listeners got to go back now and find out. That's a little yeah, cliffhanger here on the podcast. It was a good episode, though. And we did like our top um, favorite episodes. And I love that show so much. Sometimes, so the truth be told is that is one of, one of the only shows that I could watch during moments of crisis for comfort. Like if I got to yeah. like be inside or like I remember like, like you know what I mean like like to I had a friend his name was Brian and uh, he passed away in 2013 we loved The Sopranos matter of fact he passed away two weeks after James uh, passed oh my god and uh, we we would just get together every so the show was great the, the show best was so good the best so it's, it's a very uh, it's emotional show too because it's so quick and I think that's what lots of TV forgets to do is they forget to make short simple scenes where everything is revealed at once yes. like Carmela comes into the kitchen and she just like you know looks a certain way and that's the scene you yeah. know what I mean like they never do that's what I liked about the cutting the editing of everything that um, the Sopranos did you know I'm looking at you now and you kind of remind me of AJ with when he had long hair <laughs> <laughs> Bob just did the rocker symbol. Yeah, I love that episode. He only had it. It was weird, too, because I remember like thinking, like, oh, AJ's got long hair like me. And then he had it for like three, four episodes, and, cool, and then he chopped he it chain. off. Yeah, then he had to, you know. Yeah. Tony His storyline was great, though. And I was surprised that he just, like, he was just like, all right, that's not for me. I think he's done some acting, but not much, though. Like, yeah, where's he at? I want to know where Furio is. I want to know. I wanted him to come back. I wanted Carmella hmm. to fuck him. Not only did I want that to happen, I also thought that this, in my mind, the night of the finale, I remember telling my wife, I was like, look, if Furio walks in, okay, I'm going to run outside. I'm going to freak out. I'm going to run outside and lose my fucking mind. Were you mind. just dying? Like I had a ponytail. First off, I had a long ponytail that front of my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you I dre- were Furio. I dressed like Furio. Did you have I had a leather jacket. Like Furio? Hmm? Did you have a button up like Furio? I did. I did. Oh my yeah. God, I'd like to see that. I I remember. <laughs> I love that show, man. <laughs> I love. It. I loved everything about it. Furio in the car crying. I, Carmela's my favorite character oh, on the whole show. I like model a lot of what I am and do after Carmela. Oh, she's the best. The best. I want to have a dog named Carmela. Oh, uh, like a what little type of, one. What type of dog would Carmela be? Though? So I I'll say this. I don't. I would Carmela be a French bulldog. And I'm not into people keep, stop making them. They're not meant to like live. But if they're already going to exist, what am I going to do? Let it just not be mine? So stop making them, but they're so stinking cute. I would love a Frenchie named Carmella. How funny would that be? I tell you, it would be funnier if you had the Frenchie Carmella and you built her a little spec house. Yes. Oh, Oh my God. It's, it, it must be done. It, I'm, I, I can't live the rest of my life without having I am that. stoked for that show. I can't wait to see that movie. That movie doesn't come out, though, until next year, I believe. Killing next me. September 2020. Killing me. Yeah, I know. I got to look up the kid's name. The kid um, that I'm talking about is Gandolfini. The guy's playing it. It's bothering me. You know, you got to be you gotta be sure. It's gotta Michael sure. Gandolfini, okay? Oh, I see it. Michael. 
I wanted it to be a junior, but I knew it wasn't. He's a good guy. He, uh, I'll just read you guys whatever. Okay, so a while ago about, this will tie into what I just said about Brian. So I guess this was in August of 2018. He came out with a post, Michael, about his dad, James, and I said, it's very nice what you said about your dad, allowing him to live on through honoring his memory. I was sitting at a bar with my friend when your dad passed. We lamented, shed tears for a man we never met. A week later, my friend died from an overdose. I'll never forget Brian or your dad. May he rest in peace. Dude writes back, thank you for sharing this beautiful story. I'm so sorry about your friend. My dearest condolences. I appreciate the love given to me and my father. Stay well, my friend. And then literally about a year later, he gets cast in the role. Can you believe that? Yeah. That's beautiful. Which is so perfect. That's beautiful. It's like such like uh, perfect like artistic harmony to have. I I love it. I love it. I just hope he Yeah. is good. Do you want <laughs> did, you, did you watch The Affair on Showtime? The what? The Affair TV show? The Affair? The Affair. The Affair. No. Oh, you would love it. It's There's a great so show. There's so many shows. Such a, I know. That's the problem. There's so much out there. There's so many shows that should just be movies now. Stop <laughs> with the shows. Yeah, Give us yeah. a minute to watch them all and then make some more. Or just make a really good movie, you know? Yeah. It's 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 crazy. You can make a long movie or when you like get to a like mini episode series. Eight or nine, you're like, Jesus Christ, there's three more. You know? I know. And then the best shows, it's like it's over too soon. Does your friends get mad at you when you don't watch a show that they're watching? Yeah, of course. There's there's all these shows. What would you call that? Like, what do you think that is? Because that's something new that didn't exist twenty yeah, years ago. Yeah, like the like what's the word? Like inter- like for when you don't watch a show, your friends watching. Or like the word for the disconnect there. Like merge guilt and entertainment together. Guiltainerment. <laughs> guilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving you the guilt trip. Or like, you know, you yeah, didn't watch Stranger Things season that. three? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Like right now I'm getting heat from friends. Like you're not watching Watchmen. Do you ever watch like, Portlandia? No, I've there's never watched There's a whole epi- There's a whole this? bit that they do with this. Yeah. It's like a dinner. You go over your friend's house for dinner. It's like oh, two, yeah. two couples they- having dinner. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You, you didn't watch this. Oh my god! Don't spoil it for me. Ah, oh, when she dies, I didn't see that yet. And like, were you uh, a Game of Thrones fan? Of course. Okay, so uh, my iPhone calls me. I Khaleesi. call it heat because I watched uh, maybe four episodes, four seasons, and I just checked out. You checked out. I checked out because yeah. like I can't relate to swords and dragons. You know, yeah. I can relate to story. And I felt that the story sometimes was just dragging. Sometimes. Then I came yeah. back. I came back because of this guilt shame. Oh, this guilt, the guilt entertainment. Yeah, this guilt entertainment. There we go. There <laughs> it is. Guilt entertainment. So this guilt entertainment was just so heavy on me. Like, what do you mean you just don't watch? Like, okay, well, if I'm going to be talking about pop culture, I gotta, I gotta know it a yeah. little, a little bit. <laughs> and then you know, I just uh, I, I start watching, and then it was interesting for me. Like I caught up with like the you know the summaries I guess on the computer and people were so angry if they they hear that some fans but whatever I'm a dad you know what I mean I get well, they, out they once a week. They spent so much time on certain storylines mm-hmm. and then the end of it. Yeah, it's the best. Just, it it was it was good. Oh, I thought you meant like, like the end of each episode. So uh, much more. Well, I really don't understand the order of like why it went down this way. Okay, so my thing is like you've been building up towards this battle forever. Right. Why not end the movie with the you know, end the series on this battle on a high note? It's like they rushed it, and yeah. then yeah. also too like for me it was interesting because uh, from a film editor perspective, like you know the coloring of that fin- that 
episode two was like too dark for people's yeah, screens. Yeah, what the hell is that? Your Game of Thrones, get your shit together. <laughs> and the Starbucks cops, yeah. they must have they must have been Russian. Didn't That's just the only reveal who the that only was? explanation. They didn't uh somebody reveal whose cup it was, whose Starbucks it was? Probably Sansa's. It's so crazy though. But people got so upset and it was just so entertaining to watch. And here on the show I talked about it weekly, like how people would just be going crazy <laughs> about the most insane things, yeah. you know? And these are the people, dragon, the, can you believe the dragon? You're like, no, shut up. These are the same people who are like texting on their cell phones on the way to work, and they're also the same people yes. who have no other sense of imagination, really. They just have to watch this, this yeah. show. But I mean, like, I guess the ending was cool. I mean, like, I would have had Jon Snow come back, like, Jon Snow I should, thought they did him dirty. Jon Snow should have became the new Night King. Yeah. Not the Night King, but the King King. No, he should have, like, he should have, like, became the new one or something. That would have been Why like, can't you have a king over there, a queen over... Why can't, like... Who knows? Why's it got to be one for everybody? You know, you live up here. You like this climate. Your dragons like the climate. Deal with it. I know. Manage people, over there and, you know, collaborate. People were just so upset, and they were just so running wild in the streets screaming Game of Thrones chants, you know? Chance? Like, yeah, just like, you know, remember... Uh, Out here, they were screaming chant. What did they say? Well, for, uh, some of the fr- people I know were saying, uh, what was the episode where... <laughs> the sh- shame. 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 Oh, I love that, though. My brother How funny. and his shame. friends would like... And like time there'd be like a break in the conversation. <laughs> There's shame. Break of, shame. But... Uh, if you do something wrong, shame. Yeah, that's... that's um, I'm glad that... Like, that, that I'm that's, waiting for them to do that to Donald Trump in the street. Yeah, but you know, I think that Donald Trump is inhuman. I really, I think he's taken so much. I don't think so he much. is either, hon. So, that or he got abducted somewhere along the way. <laughs> I think he's taken too much nasal decongestants <laughs> and he's just like completely high out of his mind. Nasal decongestants. Mucinex up. does fuck you up, though. It does. Up I'm on it right now. Not for like, uh, getting high purposes, but I have some, <laughs> some uh, just. Some phlegm. This, sometimes, you know, the weather changes and I need one. But. I do understand how it gets you all pumped up. And when you watch those videos and you think about it from a pseudofed perspective, <laughs> he's got to be on at least 12 to 16 in some of them. Like yeah, he's a tweaking. whole package of pseudofed. There was this time, Aunt Terry, <laughs> that um, I first discovered pseudofed. And this was oh, in the year 2008. I'll tell you what I found out. At the tender age of uh, 28 years old. I Were you waiting tables? No, I was... Um, I had just returned home to my parents from being on tour with my band. And I had all these ideas that I was trying to to gestate towards the guy that was the manager who at the time was kind of struggling to get the, the, the wheels turning for right. us. And I remember like thinking, man, I'm decongested. I could use something. <laughs> and my mom had these like, um, do you remember like the Listerine strips? Yes. Like you put on your tongue? Yeah. What these were Sudafed. Get the hell out. Okay. They don't make these no more. Okay. Yeah, they shouldn't. Those are dangerous. So I must have, t- I don't know what I took. Um, <laughs> I like the way it tasted, but before you know it, I was on the phone making like, you know, like deals, like in different yeah. countries and stuff, you know, like I was like, and you got to do this and you got to do that. And we're going to get out there like, and we're going to win. Shit, we're going to win. Trump. We're going to win. And like. When I watch Donald Trump's stuff, it's like... You're on Sudafed. But also, too, like when you're on Sudafed, you're, you're moving at such a fast speed yep. that you're really forgetting what you just said, too, yep. as well. So that's when he gets all mixed up. 
Yeah. I don't blame it on his character. I blame it on nasal decongestion. You know that's what? I think that's on. a very, a pretty good theory. You saw the photograph of it, right? Of what? Okay, so I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to attempt to at least because I have a handicap when it comes to this. I am so bad at talking and bringing up things, but I'm going to show this to you because and everybody else at home. See, if you're bad at that. Before, then don't drive and do it. Oh, I never do. Not I, you, no, but I everyone else listening. Put your friggin' phone down. Uh, it's just insane. Yeah. I really think that the phone companies, the car companies need to get behind this. 20 miles per hour tops and then psh, turn it into like sleep hibernate mode where you can only get... You know, get Spotify a, has the, the car yeah. mode now, which, which I is think awesome. is very helpful. Trump Sudafed. That's what I'm going to type out. in. Let's see what happens. I found out about Sudafed uh, when I was waiting tables. I, there was a, a guy who I, I work with, and he goes, hey, hon, you want a Sudi? I said, the hell are you talking? What? A Sudi? I was congested. He's like, yeah, wake you right up. Just drink a lot of water. A Sudi. I'm telling you, a Sudi. Are you kidding me? But I, I, I had one. I said, whoa, this is fine. This is, I'll work a breakfast shift okay, on a Sudi. What'd you go, find? Let me see it. So his desk is there, right? And his desk what has an like okay. So he's sitting is here. This is this uh, is the picture he took. Drawer. He took this picture with the burrito bowl to talk about uh, Mexican independence, I believe. But the door was <laughs> open, and he had it all. Look at that. It's Sudafed. It's Mucinex. I listened to a podcast Look that details much. the information that's in or the packaging that's inside there, and apparently the Sudafed that's overseas in Europe, the Sudis over there will fuck you up. Something serious. That's funny that so they're. His suitie's from over there. Get out. Yeah, sorry. It's funny that he's, they, you know, America wants to regulate suitie's. Yeah, you can't buy them. I but remember, you, the yeah. food in Europe is regulated more than the suit in Europe. <laughs> I, anytime I buy Sudafed, I feel bad. I'm like, oh, <laughs> God, I'm they're going to know. They're going to know that I'm a junkie. They're going to know that I'm the, president, <laughs> I'm the next president of the United States. Oh, my God. But, yeah, uh, those Sudafed uh, thin strips. What, I they, can't believe that. Yeah. And that was only around for that's maybe, a goddamn only around mistake. for maybe like a like a winter <laughs> before yeah. they took them off the market. It's, a, it's the winter line. Because only I in winter somewhere in America, some kid was like mm, candy, and he took the whole thing. Oh my and god! And he was just tweaking. And he just you know launched himself to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take Sudi's kids. Okay? Only one. Just take one. Okay. Just one. That's all you need all day. Make sure you take it first thing in the morning too, so that way you can blast off. <laughs> <laughs> Get all your homework done. Yeah, get all your homework done. <laughs> Wait, then take your suit. You won't be able to sleep. Yeah. Oh, God. Can you imagine bedtime if your kid was on Sudafed? It's a true story. I had the worst time sleeping until I finally quit smoking cigarettes. That makes sense. And I never understood why the nicotine would keep me up like that. But it did. Now I can't even make it past 9, 930. I'm just like, that's it. Lights oh, out. That might be an age thing. To not, again, you know, look at I me. Know. But like, the older I got, I, you know, it's... Forget about it, especially when it gets dark. I know. Also about right that. Now it's why the hell? Real dark. Why the hell are we still doing daylight savings? I can tell you why. Because somewhere, someplace, somebody's making hand over fist dollars. Because How? Be because I mean, like literally, I, I think it. The whole thing was started because they wanted to have the farmers have. Yeah, it was for the freaking farmers. Yeah. And the farmers now ain't doing shit. You know, what I mean, they're, oh, they're not producing. allowed to do shit. Well, if they do. Um, Finally get behind, which I don't think they will. I read an article today that says, you know, there never will be legalization of um, medicinal marijuana or nah. anything like that because it's just too hard. 
like for for the state. I mean, other states have done it, but I think there will be. I mean, eventually, yeah, but I think that that's what's only thing that's going to revolutionize the farms. The farms uh-huh. then can grow summer to fall. Well, the government's got to figure out how to make the money from it first. They know. They, they know. know. Yeah, you're They're right. They're probably doing it already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything is just like, hey, I guess that's okay. Then it okay. sucks. Yeah. And then it's they, not good no more. Yeah. It's it's rough. Listen, Aunt Tara, you know, I'll, I'll sneak a joint in a garage every now and then. Yeah, I got my card. Oh, you do? Yeah. I got to get one. Do you want to smoke? I have some. I mean, I, you know, if, <laughs> not on the Bobcast. That's okay. It's okay. I just, ha- you know, I have drinks. I have, you know, you know, a little bit of uh, everything here for He's somebody. He's got it going know? on at Grandmom's. That's right, Grandma's Lounge. It's, Grandmom's uh, house is the like when I was going to Grandmom's, uh-huh. you would definitely get high because. You knew she was going to feed you. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how many times I was high in this kitchen. Oh, my God. My, gra- my grandma, would, she would make me, uh, what was it? Okay, so my mom would never buy it, but my grandma bought, I'm going to call it, yeah, beef stock rye bread. Have you ever oh, had that? Oh, I've had that. Beef steak. Beef steak? What did like I say? Like the tomato. Beef steak. Beef, sta- yeah, beef, beef steak. stock rye bread. Let me get some of that beef, beef stock. Beef steak. They sell it at the corner stores. Speaking of which, Wawa just introduced a rye bread, and I can tell you, because I get it on Fridays from Grubhub as a little treat. I think you mean Friday. It's delicious. Is it? It's delish. Wawa, I'll tell you. I love Wawa. Would you get a tattoo of Wawa? Yes. I or I have one on my ass. <laughs> uh, in my dreams. But, um... Wawa, when they started, you know, you'd walk up to the hoagie counter and say, hey. Let me get a hoagie. I yeah. want a hoagie. Yeah. And that's that was the touch screen. You you, yeah. it, you talked. You asked them. Yeah, you oh, talked to what, somebody. And they would say, you should this much mayo or not? Kind of like Chipotle. Yeah, and they made the sandwiches better then because then they were forced into. Human interaction. Human interaction and also like. Like when you're making, like I worked in food lines before and like when you're right there with somebody, you feel compelled to at least get it right. Yes. Because you're looking at them. That's where I you gotta, get the pictures. I got to wonder, this, this makes me think of something. All those lines or even at Wawa or Chipotle, those places, what the hell is this with, with, with like a huge scoop of sour cream or like drenching the thing <laughs> in cream cheese? What are you nuts? Wait, I Do mean, you eat food that way? I guess kids do. It's too much. It's too much. It's like the people who work there don't eat, you know, or, or haven't eaten anything like that, you know? It's a sin. It is a sin. And, like, one time I uh, I got a sandwich. It was so bad that I took it back inside, and I was like, look. Oh, no. Um, Can you take a look at this for me? And the guy was like, uh, sure, what's wrong? And I'm like, okay, you, you see the way that it's cut, okay? Not only was it not diagonal or vertical, it was just uh. zigzag. You know when you like the knife goes. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Wawa. Like, sharpen a damn knife. <sighs> so, and the, the kid made it for me again, but like uh. he, he made it for me, and like the thing that sucked is the sandwich was good then, but he made it for me with such a stoic face, like with being contempt. like, yeah, like fuck it's, you. You could taste his contempt you, buddy. in the sandwich. It's a sin. Because uh. I like that tuna. I'm sure you went in and you were nice about it. I tried to be. But see, I used to work jobs like that. And um, I know how bad the public can be. Yeah. The public can go crazy for like... Nothing. Shit that's not warranted. Yeah. or that, I mean, what, did you ever read that book, uh, The Subtle Art, Not Giving a Fuck? No, I've heard of it though. It's good. And it's it's a good point. People that have 
nothing better to give a fuck about mm-hmm. they give a big fuck about this one stupid thing oh yeah that's a good point you know that's like the really lady at the checkout counter at a supermarket really gives a fuck about her coupons because that's her one fuck yeah that's crazy you know and it makes you think so like or they're you know the the fucks are like misplaced i was just trying to think in my head like what's, what's the something. one fuck that i can't give like, yeah yeah I'm so bad when it comes or to like the biggest uh, fuck you have to give. The biggest fuck, I, I, I can't stand when. Uh, okay, I guess like I don't know what you would call it, but it's like I can't stand when I see other people get um, ridiculed or like broken down or beat down, and we do that a lot Me to too. each other, like you know bullying and stuff like that. I, I guess can't. Is what you oh, would call I can't it, deal you know? with that either. I can't so I used de- to be a school oh. teacher. And I used oh, to. Uh, God bless you. I taught everything from. Yeah, first grade all the way through twelfth grade before I retired. Oh. Uh, two years ago now, I guess. Yeah. What'd you teach? I taught uh, just basic. I mean, first grade I was teaching them how to read, math. That's fun. I was teaching them how to deal with when a hawk came down from the sky and killed a squirrel in the playground. Oh, so that's in, like, like emotional intelligence. In like rated R National Geographic <laughs> like vulgarity. Were like, they upset? Dude, this hawk just was ripping into this squirrel, man. <laughs> like, and I'm just oh. sitting there watching it, like. And, like, I tried at first to, like, distract. Like, my main thing is distraction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like oh, a keto. Kids, you know what it, I mean? Or that's like, the art. I'm not sure what the karate form is, but it's like, you know, when you ward them off. Mm-hmm. I think the guy in The Walking Dead did that with a stick. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I would try to, like, divert them. And this this was just so painful for them. And uh, they were so upset. Oh, because a cute little squirrel got taken. Yeah. What'd you tell them? We had a long conversation in a circle about, you know, life, death, and I think I might have quoted some lines from The Lion King. Oh, my <laughs> God. You're so good, uh, Bobby. And uh, it was it was tough, though. And, like, that was the problem. I was like, I think that I just got so burned out after doing it for so long that, you know, I needed to change it up when I became a dad because I was so drained yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, if you're a good teacher, like, you, you care, right? I like, worked so- at a preschool for a while, and there was a kindergarten there. Yeah. 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 It's tough. Oh, the kids get te- Another thing too is like if you're a teacher, or if you like if you work in a daycare center, you get paid shit. It was not that great. It you was know? not. That, it was like one of them Chester Brooks. Yeah, them there's chain things. daycares. If you're listening, watch the chain daycares. We just took our son out of the school. Yeah, watch those places. Some of them are real good. Some of them are eh. And some of them are real bad. And they're corporate. You got to keep that in mind. Yeah. So there's certain weird regulations or like ratios they Matter have to Matter of fact, follow. I just got an email right before you arrived here in Grandma's Elusive Lounge Oof. from that chain uh, preschool asking me to give them feedback to the corporate offices. Oh, boy. They don't want And I'm that. a writer. And uh, oh. I, wrote them, I wrote them an email. <laughs> like, um, I, I ripped into them something terrible. My son fell on the playground, and uh, they didn't call and tell us until my wife came to pick him up that day. And he was, and it was like, oh, and up. by the way, uh, here's the accident report. And my wife was like, what the fuck you mean? My, our son fell, and you didn't call, you know? And then I was was just he like, hurt? Not re- he had like a little, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, there's protocol, right? Right. So protocol is like if you get hit above the shoulders, yeah. they call. Right. But that was just in the line of many other things that was going wrong with the place. The it's, two not lead some, teachers. it's not a throwaway line as you pick your kid up. It's a, hey, we need to talk to you situation. Also, too, when I would go to, like, pick my son up, I just felt like the staff was just like, God, what time is it? Like, I can't wait oh, to get yeah. out. You know? And, like, 
I get it, you know, I mean, from, from teaching, but like I taught both in public and private. I, the most recent uh, Quaker school, which is totally laid back. Whoa. But um, I get it, like, you know, why there's going to be this, you know, reprimand or whatever, but I lost my train of thought. I got too serious. That's what happens. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you know, you're trusting people with your kid and he comes back and he's got, you know, he's he's got, he's all jinged up. What the hell? So, so then he fell a second time. The second oh, no. time. Right? So that's what led us to leave. But prior to that, too, and like I would show up um, and my son would always be on the playground. And like I would like not go out because like, you know, I'm paying for this daycare. Yeah. Let's see how good a it's A lot run, of money, you know? too. And a lot of parents just come in, just get the kid. They blindly. No. I'm like a detective. I'm looking around. I'm looking around, seeing what's going on, right? Me too, hon. And like, I saw my son come down the slide, and I saw this woman like bend down, like say some shit to him. Like he he came down like sideways, whatever. But the way that her body looked and the uh-huh. way that she looked, I was like, "What the fuck? What dog? are you hovering over?" And like, as like soon that? as she did it, I just busted out the door. Didn't say nothing. I was like, "Yo, Tyler," you know, and just like threw her the eyes, you know. Yeah. Because I'm just like, what the hell, dude? You know, but that's the problem. You it's don't because, know. Because it's a trickle down effect. It's like, it's insane to think that we care so much about this other shit, but we give child care workers no money. They're These the are, ones like, raising your kids when you're kids, not there. The most important thing you got. Forget your car. Forget your new Apple iPhone. Yep. Forget anything. You your got kid. your kid, right? That's the most important thing. The end of the world happens. What's the first thing you're thinking of? Your, your kid. kid. Or if you're thinking about yourself, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... Um, and it's just it's crazy, man. Like from working in schools too, is just like I saw all the signs as soon as I got to the, as soon as we 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 got there to the school. I was just like, oh man, this staff is just so you not can't. prepared. And, well, they're like, and they're jaded. Yeah, it's people like um my my uh, <laughs> my grandmother. You know, you take them to those 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 uh, care places, those rehab places, mm-hmm. when they come out of something and they got a rehab before they can go home, you got to watch with those places because those people get jaded. Yeah, they and do. they're they don't see them as people anymore. It's they see them as problems. It's crazy. Anyway. Yeah, it sucks, but I mean it is a true part of uh just how messed up uh we run things at both ends of the spectrum of our lives, like when we're kids and then also when they're, you know, elderly people. Yeah, there can be very bad care as well. It's, it's like, like we don't well, care. You're a kid again at that like age. I'm living, I'm you know, like I'm yeah. alive. I don't care about my, you know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Yep. And that is, you really can't say that about anything else, really. You know, <laughs> like when it comes to life. No. But that's a, it's an odd factor. But yeah, I mean, this is some crazy shit. You what some, else? You, son? To, you you roused up a couple good cobwebs tonight. Yeah. In my vernacular. I, I, uh, I tend to do that. I bring that out of people. They tell me things. Yeah, it's good. I, it's I have, good. I have actually have the same thing, too, as well. People they come can. on, they tell me everything. The thing is, you can. They bear their soul. And yeah, I like listening. It's I like good for listening, me. and I'm, I give really good advice. What's the best advice you ever gave somebody? Um, actually, I just it, the first thing that comes to mind is the best. I recently got a really good piece of advice myself, and I'd like to share it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the passing of my mother and like coming up uh, just on a new year makes you think about where you're at, where you're going. And I was having some stress about that. And a girlfriend of mine, she said, "Hun, relax and trust. Relax and trust. And it's over and over my head. Relax and trust. Relax and trust. And that 
you know, do what you got to do, put some action behind your words. But at the same time, like you don't dig up a seed to make sure it's growing. You just know that it's got everything in there that it needs. That's great. And you water in it. It's got the right light. Just relax. It's going to grow. It's You're good. You're doing everything you got to do. Then relax and trust. I like and that's that. stuck. Yeah. I think one time I did uh, check to see if the seed was coming up. Did I was, you? I was germinating a seed. Were you in first grade or were you a full-grown adult? <laughs> I, I mean, I, neither would surprise uh, me. <laughs> germinating is like uh, you put seeds down on wet towels and you yeah. put them between two paper plates or right. whatever. But I was probably like uh, 33. Okay, because that, that was something we did. But then again, like I've never been, you know, that's one thing I talked about recently here with my friend Jenny on the podcast, home economics. Oh. Okay. They don't teach that. What? Oh my God. What are they going to do? What are these kids going to do? They're not going to do the laundry. Yeah. What are they not doing? Nothing. They're going to wear dirty clothes. They're going to be like, look at me. I'm wearing shit from Monday. You're making me think of all my home ec teachers from Haverford Middle School. It's something to be said about that. Every last one, but I learned a lot from them. I learned a lot, man. I, I mean, like, I know how to cook. I know how to, like, you know, clean properly. I remember we had dishwashers. I know how to sew. I haven't sewed in a while, but. I learned, and if I someone sat a sewing machine in front of me and just, like, you know, reminded me how to line everything up, I could I could make you a new shirt. What if there was a show just all about sewing? It was a podcast where somebody sews something, <laughs> and, and you hear I, the hem in the background, and then you just, just, just like, like somebody talks to you. Like like an old, like, like gra- the granny-type voice. And then, or like like Julia Child. Yeah, that'd be perfect. <laughs> and put these the needle through the thread and and sew your your new garment. With that, just like steady hem. Yep, yep. She you... could have she could have Parkinson's, but sew you a perfect shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I actually know people like that that shake, and then they could do certain things where they don't shake. Yeah, it's very odd. We tried to get my mother on medical marijuana for her shakes before she went. <laughs> it never worked out, but uh, she wanted it. It's difficult. I see uh, lots of patients at the dispensaries I go to that um, are, are of all ages. Yeah. I see some people there that are definitely abusing it. I saw a customer the other day who was just being so crass and rude. Oh, um, what do you... You finally got a dispensary. Would you chill the hell out? I've also had it from the opposite end, from the employees. Oh. I won't name names because I enjoy no. my, uh, my card, but I mean... Yo, bro, uh, why don't you get a job at Wawa where you can do that? You know, yeah. and that'd be a dick there, you know? Like, yeah, you're making and my it's tuna a medical hoagie. situation. Yeah, Maybe for medicine. some people it's, it's not, the umbrella though. term. See, but that's like... the thing, though. Is like I joined this uh, medical marijuana group on uh, Facebook, and I was talking oh, to people on there. And I swear to God, it was like literally the most stressful two weeks <laughs> of any group I've ever participated on in on Facebook. And... I, I, I said something like, this is not medicine. And people are like, what are you talking about? I was like, medicine is, is when I go to, you know, Ralph's or wherever I'm getting my pharmacy Rx from, and they have the same shit week after week that's good for me. Yeah. You know? Is like, it always different? So, yeah, it's always different now because there's a shortage in flour, right? Uh... So, like, there's no flour right now. You get text messages on Fridays or Sundays. Hey, we have flour. Come on in. And then you got to go and you got to wait in a line. Or you resort to the old method. The street. And the problem (laughs) with that, though, is that, I mean, 
the street, you don't know where it's coming from, and you right. always run the risk now with people putting the fentanyl and shit, uh. stuff like that. When you have your card, it definitely does taste better than anything else mm. out there. The product is great, but for somebody like myself who has anxiety, to send out a text, we have flour, and then it's running out every minute that I'm not getting to the dispensary. Oh, my God. It's counterproductive. It's a catch-22. I want to sue, you know? like. <laughs> I'm going to tell them, like, what's going on with this? But I get it. There's this, that, whatever. And, like, all these people were like, you know, and I was like, look, I'm trying to correlate it to something that you can understand. If you have a prescription um, for anxiety for, like, Alprozam or, like, Xanax, you don't go to the pharmacy and be like, look, you ain't got that. Spin the wheel. Give me lithium. Give me, you know what I mean? Uh, like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's really, like, what medicine is, is when it's consistent, you know? So, like, to me, it's still, like... Yes, it's great to be in the program, but to me, it's a more sophisticated drug deal operation. Well, yeah, and they, you know, they got to work on it. Still, this is a new. They thing. do. They do. This it's very. If, first off, I'm very fortunate to to have it because I never thought I a would be even able to talk about it, but b let alone in this area like country public uh-huh. meeting, huh? Get out. Yeah. yeah, it's like this is we're in the iPod era of medical marijuana, probably. Oh my God! In the future, people will just Can be normal imagine? to them. CBD oil is great if you have pain, anxiety, oh, anything. I I will tell I'll tell all of you that it is, it is. It I really works it. for your I joints, your aches, your pains. I got a cream I put on my neck every night. <laughs> the cream. The cream. I like cream too. I got the cream. Uh, my, I got some. Uh, I take THC it. You know, pain I put the, the tincture too, but I like the cream. Uh, the tincture's pretty good. Yeah, yeah the tinctures are, are nice. Um, Doesn't taste very good. I was taking this. Uh, see, the thing too is medicine ran out. They don't have this no more. But I was taking this wonderful product by this company called Verero, I believe. Verero. And it was a nineteen to one CBD ratio. There's that much. There was nineteen, you know, parts CBD, one part THC. And I would take it in the morning. It was a soft gel cap. I would take it with coffee. And I swear to God, for like that whole thirty days, that each day cycle. I was the most calm I have ever been. Hmm. And then when it ran out, yeah, I changed complete. My, my body chemistry changed completely. That's And then I was irritated, you know, and then I had to find something new. That's not medicine. Right. No, that's that, that, that it's not sustainable and it's not good exactly. for people who they find a product they like and then it don't exist no more. I In know. all your years, would you think you'd be talking about medical marijuana with, with your Aunt Terry? Never. I never thought I'd even Here be able to tell Aunt Terry Here that we I smoke weed. I, I told you. First I off, as a former these. educator, I mean, like, I've had students tell me, they're like, yeah, we knew, Bob. We always knew. <laughs> and, uh, you know, whatever. I, I got had ca- a teacher like that, too. I got caught at Wawa once. Uh-oh. My yeah. eyes redder than the devil's Uh-oh. dick. I was so <laughs> I was so stunned. And uh, this girl was like, uh, what's wrong with your eyes, Mr. Cahill? Uh-oh. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm tired. I have tired. pink eye in both of them. And then one time I got... <laughs> <laughs> one time I got stoned. Okay, so I had to be at uh, Plymouth West Marsh High School at 6 p.m. to judge the talent show. And uh, my buddy, uh, I can't say his name, but oh, he picked shit. me up around 3 and he's like, hey, man, want to go for a cruise? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'll go for a cruise, but I can't get too stoned, man, because I got to go I gotta judge, judge the talent the show. I got to judge the talent show. And I'm thinking, <laughs> one hit, I'll be fine. 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, you know, I got two, two and a half hours to sober all night. Took a big ass hit. Never been that stoned in my life. I don't of know what course. it was. My heart was 
beating like a like a and then rabbit. you got the other like, teachers just, hey bob how you doing and you're like Please they, don't they, fucking they were unbeknownst they didn't know because i walked in at the last like i didn't have to like i had to sit in the front to judge the talent show so i arrived right when i had to like walk in i've always been good in social situations <laughs> where i knew exactly when the show's starting mm. it, it's important to do that some people were like ah We'll just go to the show three hours early and stand no, up. No, you loser. The band's going on at nine, okay? Yeah. It's never going to change. It could be 8.30. You miss a bit, but get there at eight o'clock. You'll always be fine. And it's, if it's rock, they're always late. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and um, what was he saying? Judging the talent show, <laughs> you friggin' stoner. Oh, my God, yeah. So, like, that's <laughs> what so happens. I go How hard you get rants. before the Bobcast tonight, hon? I get, I get, well, a little, just a little, little bit, bit. Just a bit. Just I did, I did bit. a Bobcast before this as well, and I really, <laughs> I got into it there. And it's lingering, because tonight's uh, version of medicine is not the same as last night's. <laughs> and I feel so upset about it. But so, like, I, I get in there, and, like, I walk in, and, like, my heart is ready to just explode. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is this is not happening. That's this is bad. not happening. And this auditorium is packed with rabid dogs of the class of two thousand and four or five. I, I can't remember. And yeah, I'm just bugging out, man. And My the daughter's show, gonna win the towel show. You're like, oh. the show seems to like last like the length of like the departed or like something <laughs> like that. And. Uh, <laughs> I was so upset. You were like, the departed. Oh my God, I was. I was. I was. I didn't know how to Bob get through it. Bob is departed. I really right didn't know how to get through it, and um, <laughs> I'm happy I did though. Wasn't it? Was it entertaining though? Being that high, watching these kids make assholes of themselves. I always felt. I always felt uncomfortable, and I always felt like bad about it. You know what I mean? Like, but like, for me, like I, I've always enjoyed cannabis grass whatever i've uh, drinking was always second i never really enjoyed it I, and like i don't who, who likes too. being hang, hung over it's just the worst it's, especially if you got kid dude it is punishment like none other is it fun being just a little stoned like when you know when you're in you're not driving your kid anywhere but yeah. you're like coloring or you're hanging out yeah my, my actually my son and i uh we don't watch tv monday through thursday and that's we a watch good tv practice on the weekends that's a, it's a treat so i pick him up and we draw a lot because how old is uh, he He's going to be four. Aww. Yeah. When? So he's he's in the in the middle of just discovering and asking me every question and stuff. Why? 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 Why you do that? Why you wear that, Dad? Why you wear that? <laughs> What's he want to like, be when he grows up? With this like flannel, like to the. on the show we had some technical possibilities but that's you know <laughs> it's a possibility i like that reframe it's a possible scenario for us to come together and talk on the bobcast about these things i like making confessions i have never told the story about that talent show <laughs> I've never, i told I, you people tell me shit yeah it is true did you ever think so about being won? a shrink i can't remember <laughs> I only remember like like the, the the images of like walking in and like seeing everybody and thinking like oh, maybe I should have worn my hair up and like you know like maybe I should wear my hair up. Oh, it's weird. Oh God. What'd you, you like, say you already, about a shrink? Would you, did you ever consider being a shrink? Because like people always tell me like you know their problems. I like, got good advice, but I can't help myself really. You know. Maybe like, I should do something like that. Like should. ask Aunt Terry. You should do Ask Aunt Terry. Yeah. You know what you should do? You should do Ask Aunt Terry live on the internet. Yeah, that's a great idea. Like we, morning with the coffee. Done. With a cup of coffee. Done. Do you drink coffee? I'd love coffee. God, let's talk about coffee, okay? What's your favorite kind? Mm, I mean, like, my favorite really on the go-go or at home? Because Those I have are two, two different, that's two different questions. What's your favorite on-the-go coffee? Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin', yeah. No sugar, but I love 
the non-sweetener coconut. Oh, that's like some secret menu shit. Uh, I like that shit. Uh, you know what was even better than that was when they had pistachio. Pistachio coffee? Oh, my God. You want to know Aunt Terry's secretly bougie because of course. dairy's, you know, tear, tears me up a little bit, especially in the morning if you're drinking it. Ooh. So now Aunt Terry's on the uh, the almond milk latte train. I found out about those oh, from yeah, my, they're niece, good. my cool niece in Fishtown. And I'll tell you... Dunkin' Donuts makes a good almond milk latte. I think they used like the lightly sweetened almond milk, so you yeah. don't need to put nothing in it. Because I usually drink coffee black. How about when Dunkin' Donuts was like, look, we're going to be known as DD. DD. Now they're just Dunkin'. It's crazy, Dunkin'. right? Dunkin'. They even changed some of their signage. They did. It's weird how that happens. But everyone knows they're Dunkin' Donuts. It's weird. Yeah. But I, I do love Dunkin'. I, for a while, I mean, I worked for Starbucks oh. in my college years. It was, uh, oh my God, that shit. We Overrated. just burned them grounds out. Yeah. There was a couple ones that was, were good that were brews, but like you would have to brew it the correct way. Because if you just brew it like the way that they, they would like want you to do it in the store, it'd come out tasting like shit. You well, know? yeah. A cup of coffee should be robust and, you know, uplifting. Robust and uplifting. There's this Everything one Everything should be robust and uplifting. You know the main line out there where yeah. everybody goes to get their clothes? Yeah, I heard of it. So um, one time they sent me up to this roundhouse type Starbucks up there to get round myself. Roundhouse? Yeah, it's a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> the it's a hell? circle. It's shaped in a circle. Ugh. I call it the roundhouse Starbucks. <laughs> that makes a ton of it's sense. It's right over there in the main drag strip. And there's like a <laughs> there's a beer import store in the back there. Okay? okay. And one time they sent me over there because they wanted me to get more acquainted with their menu. So oh. they made me drink maybe sixteen to twenty two little Dixie sized cups of different coffees and espressos. And you you wait, did you just say espresso? Espresso. It's espresso. No no. It's espresso. No, it ain't. <laughs> Continue. Um, you'll find that I have lots of words that I can't say correctly. I love each and every one of them. I love calling people out for each and every one of them. Aunt Tara's a real grammar Nazi. My best one, though, was Miami for the longest time. Oh, I could Miami. not say, I could, yeah, I love that one. Well, do you people just, it sounds like you like saying it. I do. More I like, than I, you know that it's I Miami. I actually like saying, I think that's where the catchphrases, phrases, as we spoke about earlier in the podcast, like saying things over and over again, it's like a, it's like a, like a thing of comfort. Yeah. It's like having a cigarette. I don't smoke no more. I just say things. It's like stimming. <laughs> it's called breathing. <laughs> Speaking of uh, like not smoking cigarettes, okay, so like there's a chart where you can go online and see the different progressions of what's happening to you, right? So right now I'm in the stage where I'm starting to smell things that I haven't smelled probably for years. Long, long, long time. So I'm like How 10 months out. How recent did you quit? 10 months ago 10 months. I quit. Right? Okay. So... Never been this far out without, like, I'd never really smoke smoke, like, but I would smoke, a, like, a cigarette in the evening, and yeah. then, like, if I drank on the weekends, yeah, a party, cigarettes, whatever, you know? But now, 10 months out, like, somebody lit a Yankee candle today at work, <laughs> and, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what, who's vaping in here? Like, who's I was baking so, a cake? And, like, I'm, like, checking myself, like, why am I angry about this smell right now? <laughs> this fragrance is making me Some angry. Yankee candles are angering. Some are lovely. <laughs> Yankee candles that are infuriating next yeah. week. <laughs> On the Bobcast. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Let's talk about TJ Maxx candles. Oh, my God. TJ Maxx it's candles. the best place on earth. I could spend a whole Sunday afternoon sniffing candles at TJ Maxx. 
That'd be something to about. see if somebody went in just 10 o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock and just psh, stayed there all day. It's also, too, it's like something about like the way that they like set up their candles yeah, in the front of the store. It's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all <laughs> flea market, There's, you know? It's, a, it's, like, it's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's like somebody <laughs> just was like, look, I don't care where you put it, just put it somewhere. Yeah, this is the, 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 just there's nine shelves, <laughs> just fill them with candles, all just, kinds. Just put shit. I just get it out there, okay? Yeah. And then just you'll, you'll sure find you one the in the glassware, and you're like, oh, someone missed it, or they took it out of their cart. It's a good one. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Have you been to Burlington Coat Factory? Have I been to Burlington? Yeah, I invented Burlington Coat I Factory. I thought so, because the clothing choices are inspired by some of Aunt Terry's hits. Yeah, well, that's because they, I, I inspired them. The sequins, the animal prints, hun, that, that's, that's right. where I, I get all that. my best stuff. You know, I did see something that I like because I'm a man of uh, detail when it comes to artistic abilities. Yeah. I like the way you sent out the, uh, I think it was uh, down down the shoe cozies. You, you sent yeah. them in these like little bags that like had designs on them. Did you buy one? I, at the or did t- you I, saw that? I saw that because now that nice? I'm in the realm. Yes. Uncle Jim helps me out with all the shipping and the merchandise and that was his idea. I got to get Well, Uncle Jim, credit. good job. It's a pink bag with pineapples on it. Because that's so going to make somebody feel good. Stinking cute. I know. You when see I get my mail, I'm just like, what <gasps> is this shit? Yeah. You know, it's a package from your dear Aunt Tara. I like how like the mail comes like each week and it's like coupons from all the supermarkets and they're all like trying to like, you know, pimp themselves out. Like, look, come on over here. Why do they we... still give those out? I, because it's, it's a waste. waste. Of paper. It's a waste. Of, like we're you putting use it like, as people like, oh, paper. we don't want no plastic straws. But make sure you get your coupons. <laughs> Another call back here on the podcast. Boom. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, it's so crazy. Um, I really appreciate you coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. I can't believe we're done. Yeah, we can, we can, you're gonna come back because I I'll always be have back. I always have a guest back in the you know in the sequel format. You know, so That's that way good. it's not so formal and we can just get right into the nitty gritty. Yeah, I'm also gonna expand here and we're gonna have like cameras and stuff like that and awesome. go live. You want to rapid fire favorite pizza places or anything? My fa- my favorite around here? Yeah. Yeah, I tell you where to go. Okay, if you want a nice slice of pizza, you're gonna go right down here to Tony and Joe's. Ooh. Tony and Joe's Pizza has been making pizza since 19, we'll say 76 tonight <laughs> on the podcast. Not really sure, but I can tell you that back in the day when the 910 dances used to happen at St. Matt's, mm. that pizza would be popping off outside That's afterwards. It. You know. People just live in their lives. That's and that it. is actually the second time this month that Tony and Joe's has gotten a free advertisement here tonight on the Bobcat. Are they going to sponsor the Bobcat? Like, there better I, be a I've pie never, here next time. Know. They don't even know. I should tag them. I you should tag, tag them. them. Say, yeah. listen, hon, I love your friggin' pizza. I but love no, let me tell you, yeah, oh, I Chenzo's. Do, I do know the one. And before we go, we need, yeah. we need to talk about this because I do think you know this place. And I've always talked about how if you took this pizza pie and spread it through the country it would spread like wildfire and that is Corpalee's Bakery oh get the hell out of here Corpalee's tomato pie runs in my veins so I live right over there by Corpalee's smooth sauce I don't like no chunks in my tomato pie I went to a Brian Dawkins uh, pep rally there in the Corpalee's parking lot get the hell out it was it was fire but yeah that tomato sauce if you would take like I if you took that Corpalee's pizza Matter of fact, if you took Wawa over to Los Angeles and gave people quality food after 2 o'clock in the morning, you would Hello. make hand over fist dollars. And now Corpolis is going above and beyond with like the, the Eagles stencils. 
Yeah. You see that on their I pies, game It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. You got the Parmesan shaped like the friggin' bird. <laughs> it's a sin. I like Chenzo's in Havertown. That you go over there after school, you get the ass, the after school special. Oh, that's the best. And it's it's a slice and a Diet Coke or whatever the hell fountain thing you want for like three bucks. I don't know if they still got it going on because of inflation. But man, after school, that's what we would get. But I was I grew up on the Ardmore, uh, the Delco side of Ardmore. Mm. And Bella Italia, that's where you go when you're in Ardmore, hun. Bella Italia, oh my God. They've been running that joint also probably since the same time as Tony and Joe's. They probably know each other. It's, it's great to learn the these best. things too because if you really are you familiar, like unfamiliar with friend zones pizza Have i was ever... just going to bring them up if you know if she if she like you but she don't want to sleep with you does that mean you're in a friend zones <laughs> i don't know that's my favorite joke yeah, that friend zones pizza is so good like the best thing Ugh. to do is get them to cook it well done so mm. it's a little crispy mm. oh my god it's good. i love the sauce so, so number one i guess proximity wise tony and joe's I like Franz Zones, and then my third choice would be Charlie's Pizza in East Naughton, Pennsylvania. I got to try them out. Charlie's Pizza has special sauce, and Ooh. they do something that's unlike others, is where the bottom of the crust is seasoned very well. Wow. It's funny. There's a little bit of specks and dust the on there. Different ki- the different layers of things to focus on for a good pizza pie. Some people, it's the crust. Some people, it's the sauce. Some yeah. people, it's extra cheese or lack thereof. And I got to mention Palermo's. You ever have Palermo's? Oh, yeah. I have. They got this I sweet sauce Palermo. going on. And I can't end the podcast if we're talking about pizza without mentioning Sam's down in Wildwood. 26 oh, yeah. and Boardwalk. Yep. Forget about it. They're family. I love them. They let me go in there and make a pizza pie. I love Wildwood. Oh, my. I grew up there. I love it, too. So many things there. right now where I don't want to go. Like, are you, like, so you grew up there, so we should talk about this because Halloween's just passed. But I've been trying to... Uh, mobilize some people to make a documentary about Castle Dracula down there in Wildwood. Oh. Remember the place that burned down? Was that a mini golf place? It was a mini golf place, but it, it was upstairs. It was an actual haunted house. Oh, that one. Yes. yes. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Now it's So it was different. a haunted house and there was a dungeon that went yes. through. Yes. And then you would walk through it and some kids in like 2002 burned it down. Yeah. And like it was there for, you know maybe 20 years at the time and like it, it was just rad there's footage of uh, I remember it's all black lit but I love Wildwood creature I always thought Wildwood would be the perfect setting for a movie it, it's a jury's still out let's make yeah. one let's make one right now let's, let's make, make one. one this uh, 2020 in the summertime and Terry rebuilds Dracula's castle oh my god the, Sam's burned down it used to be a hole in the wall yeah. now it's huge I remember that convenient yeah. but yeah I remember it, reading did. about that yeah yeah, I remember going to the Strand movie theater too. Oh, and I that, saw, that's still there. I saw no, it's a candy store now. No, it's not. Yeah, so it's. A, I haven't seen. I you know. So I they don't go gutted to the it, there but anymore. it's still the opening, and uh, it's that's just candy. Ridiculous. Yeah, I used to go on dates there with my little boyfriends down Wildwood in the summer when I was a kid. I saw Gremlins too there. Wow, it rocked. I think I saw friggin' like Beer Fest there. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can everybody check you out online? At Aunt Terry. Uh, it's Terry with an I. So it's Aunt underscore underscore Terry on Instagram. And uh, your Aunt Terry on Facebook. And then if you just want some merch or you want to see what I'm up to, 